As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> What's that mood in here? The mood in here. Cause all I want. Did you do a turkey day jam? I didn't. I, I know, but Thanksgiving is the craziest time of year. We've redesigned the home studio, and I just wanna stuff it and give it to you, kinda raw. That's salmonella, 'cause I really wanna stuff it with Chenio and some. Is there such a thing as tater tot stuffing? Could be. Because that's a good idea, isn't it? Ew. I just took my teeth out, my Invisalign's out. Really, just people hate when you crunch ice. Yeah, and they're going to. Into the microphone, and uh now you're taking your teeth out. Hey, welcome to It Goes Both Ways. It's Steve and Christy. Thanks for checking out the pod. What did you say? No, we're not doing that anymore because we all know it's Steve and Christy. I'm the headliner in this show, okay? I think people that are listening to the show would agree that Steve's the headliner. Just because they feel bad for you because you got a shit can. <laughs> That's not fair. But she's got she's got a point. It's called the sympathy like. Okay. Sympathy doesn't get you anywhere in this house. I've been using sympathy for sex for years. How's that working for you? Has it worked in years? Maybe you should try a new <laughs> strategy then. I try all the other strategies. We were gonna do so anyway. My well, favorite c- strategy that you've tried is just giving up at life <laughs> i mean whatever you got to do sometimes i guess <laughs> i mean i've done like the sweet thing i've done the attentive thing i've done the playing hard to get thing but that's the thing about marriage sometimes i guess and that's what this podcast is about it's about marriage it's about parenting it's about life it's about ebbs and flows Steve. it's about the ebbs and flows we should call this podcast ebbs and flows if we if it doesn't go well <laughs> deal so thanksgiving for us that was yesterday if you're just listening to the podcast and uh we we actually you know we followed directions because also because we don't have family nearby um but yeah it was just it the was four really, of us yeah it was really easy to mm-hmm 
follow the rules, uh-huh. so to speak. We did get into an argument. Because it's what we do every other year anyway, so it really yes. wasn't different. It wasn't different. We did get into an argument, though. So yesterday around 11 o'clock, Christy got out of bed. Um, okay, and then wait. it wasn't 11 o'clock. It was. Okay. It but was, then you have to also, it, it wasn't 11. It was probably 10 or whatever. But that is not the norm typically and you have to explain oh for you getting out of bed really quickly why i was in bed that late because you got uh went to bed at like two o'clock and then the kids were waking us up super every early hour every so hour like, it seemed like they're like can i get water it's like yeah go downstairs get some water an hour's worth of sleep so that's not even the point of this story Sorry. okay the point is that around like 11 30 i get a text message from our neighbor across the street asking me to use our digital thermometer or to, to check the yeah. turkey. And I go, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, to check the bird. We're about to eat. <laughs> at what time? They ate at noon. And I said, it's because they're Catholic. And Christy's like, I grew up Catholic. That's not why, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yes, Catholic people eat Christmas, excuse me, not Christmas, Easter and Thanksgiving meals early. Like one o'clock is late. That it is a How Catholic would you farmer's know that? because you're not Catholic. Your family's not even a real religion. Okay, I'm Presbyterian. You are not Presbyterian um, at all. You tried to tell me that the first two years we were dating. What am I Protestant? I said take me to your church, and and you legit didn't know. I I went to Aronico United Church of Christ. I'm. I was going to say communist, you're, but I'm congregationalist. That's not a real thing. Okay, I'll look it up right now. Keep going. So tell them what happened. So the, basically, she's arguing because she's Catholic, which, again, she's Italian Catholic, which means they make pasta and they try to eat really, really late in the day. Oh. Eating Thanksgiving dinner at noon, what does it have anything to do with being Catholic? Because that's what Catholics and farmers do. How would you know? You're neither of those things. Because my, oh, here's how I know. Because my dad grew up Catholic. Full circle. And um, that's my that's my first reason. Okay. My second reason is because every time we'd go to my grandma's house, it was always like you would eat dinner early on. You're an Italian Catholic. You're like, hey, it's nine o'clock. Let's have something to eat now. Just, I mean, manja. If you want me to, if you want me to be real honest, there wasn't any time that we didn't eat. There was always food out. Yeah, and that's the way it should be. You're just be. snacking all day. Oh, I love that's something that this ha- this family does wrong. We don't and snack. We don't. Well, they they it, do we not, need do we need to snack? Okay, you didn't have to body shame me. Okay, I, <laughs> I mean you're I right to body shaming myself. I mean, not if, you. if you watch the Facebook Live, I honestly I I look like stuffed sausage. I look like a stuffed pierogi. Okay, that's. I look like a stuffed. Italian. I look like a stuffed ziti. You Noodle. look like a stuffed shell. Oh, I look like a stuffed shell. The ricotta is just flaming. A little, a little oh. cannoli. Oh, let me tell you about the ricotta and the cannoli that have come out of my skeet. Um, yeah, she just took a sip and I said skeet. Just okay. So anyway, Thanksgiving was good. We did something totally different. We did Cornish cake game hens, which I know you're thinking to yourself, why would you have baby chickens for dinner, right? <laughs> you know, why would you murder babies? And I was said, to, and I said to you, no, they're not. They're not baby. Don't give me that look. They're not. They're just a different type of chicken. Are or, they? I'm a sucker. I can't tell. Yeah, they're not <laughs> Cornish or game hen. They're uh-huh. just baby chickens. Yeah, but it's still which the- your daughter very astutely knew mm-hmm. for some odd reason. Yeah, and so the second we put them on the platter, 
in front of her. She's like, is that a baby chicken? Mm. I can't eat that. Yeah, you can. You eat worse. You eat veal. It's not true. We, we don't, don't eat, eat veal. veal. I know. So we were talking about she hot dogs. That's worse. Yeah. If she does eat hot dogs, it's lots of butthole and lips nose. and ass, lips and ass and butthole. Huh? Kind of like Christy, 96, 97. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Dick. The, one of the things we <laughs> talked about is everyone has a story about Thanksgiving that was horrible. It was actually a, a listener question. Like the worst stories of your Thanksgiving, a la friends, because Chandler always hated Thanksgiving. And so I thought it would be fun mm-hmm. if we shared our bad memories of Thanksgiving. I don't have – you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Thanksgiving was never bad because we would always go to my mom's parents' house. Okay. Easter was the the one that was always bad because it was always dysfunctional at my dad's parents' house because yeah. that's when, you know, it would be like Aunt Mary and Uncle Hoss. That's my one cousin's who – that's where my – they basically called the house and said, when are you going to be out of the house? Wow. And my mom said, if they don't want us in the fucking house, then let's go. And she walked in with just her bra on. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and then also my cousin came home from college Easter again, and he had gotten his ear pierced. And for some reason, looking back at the time, I was like, oh, this is totally normal for all of your relatives to go outside and get into an argument about the piercing of the ear. Oh, my God. But my my dad was out there. My aunt and uncle were out there. It was like a gangbang of family members just well, ready. That's awkward. Wrong, wrong gangbang. Wh- My yeah. fault. You had two examples. I do. So I think for us as a couple, our, because I don't really have any bad stories from growing up for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. It was always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the first real full year that we lived here, we had an apartment in Plymouth together in, um, and we thought that we were grownups, yeah. and, and it was the first turkey yep. that either of us had ever participated like, in cooking. Where we ma- actually made the turkey. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, not our mom, not our dad, not going to someone's house, whatever. So we thought that we were going to be grownups and, like, make our own Thanksgiving feast. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was a turkey in a bag okay. that we were supposed to cook it. Sure. And How yeah. long did it take? Well, I think that we were going to eat it seven or six. No, we were going to eat it. Five? No, well, you know, yeah, Noon. four, four, <laughs> four, uh, or five. Yeah, we were gonna eat at a reasonable time, yeah. and we had friends that were gonna stop over after we ate dinner because they had families and they were yep. gonna like just yep. hip hop like dinner parties. So I remember at seven, it was yeah. still gobbling. Yeah, it and was. it had been cooking for four hours. Yeah, and we were like, uh oh, we did something because wrong. we tried to do the math and the poundage versus the hours in versus the temperature of the oven. Our friends. <laughs> Went to two other dinners and then they literally came to our house for like a nightcap and we hadn't even eaten dinner yet. Not at all. So after that, we got the turkey fryer. Yeah. That was our one and done turkey in an oven. Isn't happening. No, never again. What's the second story that you're going to say that was like Okay, so this isn't our worst Thanksgiving story. This would be probably Olivia's Mm -hmm. worst. Oh, yeah. Is, I I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. last year. That you chased her around with the turkey neck. Uh That's true. And you filmed it on your phone and we're like pounding it against she had locked herself in our powder room oh yeah she's and just pounded the neck of the turkey against the door and she was shrieking like blood curdling crying because olivia is dramatic 
I call her Julia Roberts. She really is. Yeah. Same thing when I got a crawfish once. I brought it home and she screamed and ran down the street. Yeah. It, it was almost like straight out of a movie where it's yeah. like, ah! and they run and you can see the smoke coming up from behind oh, them. Oh, and her shrill little voice. She's just like her mama. She's... Okay. Um, I w- yeah. You and her are pee in a pod. What are you talking okay. about? I don't think that's fair, but you're right. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's totally fair at all. Okay. What uh, um yeah so we're at like a weird point right now. Monday for the last fifteen years for me has been that first week in December. It's when we start Christmas Wish, right? And I'm like, oh, that is off the table. Yeah, that is something I don't got to worry about. And the Christmas Wish, you know what? Obviously, which is you know something we that has always happened on. Uh, on KWB was you know you would go and you would actually like grant wishes for people and it started like just a couple and then it got crazy we were doing them every single day and I can remember I can remember when we first moved here and you guys first started doing that like just Mm -hmm. watching you sitting on the couch in our living room just going through all of the Mm -hmm. stories and yeah well it's like and and when I first first got here because it was it would happen even before I moved here Dave did it for like 10 years before. Oh, okay. Um, Because my first year or two, we did like a couple. And I don't remember when it happened, but there was like a switch where we're like, we're going to do one every day. And then we were getting so many donations that there were some uh, – the the people at our company were like, hey, this, this is uh, – we're going to co- consider this revenue. We think this is revenue. Um, and the company was like, we, we don't know how to take in the money because we have to pay. Like, th- there's weird legal issues with it. Do you know okay, what I mean? Like, yeah. the government's going to go like, where's this money coming from? Exactly. Um, you should be paying taxes on yep. it. And the company's like, we, we it, this isn't our money. This is something different. It's that weird gray area. It's that weird gray area. Yeah. And, um, and, and it can become, like, really messy. So that's when, like, you know. I, I started like contacting and working with like lawyers and I suddenly got a, a law degree when it comes to 501c3s. <laughs> um, right. It's also part of the reason that I've never liked the holidays. <laughs> when it comes to like Christmas wish, and I'm sure this is what happens to a lot of charities, is that people say, oh, this person really, really needs something. Right. And then you find out that that person doesn't need anything at all. Yeah. They're actually being taken care of. Yep. Or I would not want to be responsible for that decision-making process at all like Mm -hmm. you know to to try to weed through because i i mean correct me if i'm wrong but you guys would occasionally get oh yeah yeah Yeah, the really the really nasty nasty people they would just plain make shit up i mean what can i say i'm really happy that they're able to help people but it's one of the things i will not miss is having to figure out how to spend the money right so we can help people so anyway, let's talk about something different. Christy and I have been watching movies from back like when we were kids. We watched Men in Black the other day. Oh my god! We watched Karate Kid. Can the other I day. just can I just interrupt you? I I don't know if we touched on this in one of our earlier no. episodes or no. not. How inappropriate if you're listening and you're of a particular age? How inappropriate are even PG '80s movies? And 90s. like nowadays. Nowadays, an 80s PG rating would easily be an R. See, and that's why I call... Easily. And that's right there why I call bullshit on people that go like, kids these days and this and that. Because there's always that stuff. But if you look back at it, we saw the movie Big. I hadn't seen Big in forever. Tom Hanks. Right. You know, he's... 
You know, he makes the 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 wish. I wish I was big. Whatever. He's suddenly an adult. Yep. You know the movie, right? We watched it. I'm like, this is traumatizing. It is. This fucking kid's in the middle of in the middle of the hood. Oh yeah, and he fucks a 30 year old. Well, the fact that and he's 13 at the end of the movie. At yep. the end of the movie, how disturbing was it that Elizabeth Perkins, knowing that he was a child, yep drove him to back to his house yep. and like literally watched him turn back into a child Which is and was weird. still like yeah I banged him yeah I banged him it was worth it what yeah I I mean again and that's where I go and I say like people are like people are perverted these days yeah because of the 80s and 90s what yeah and it was worse in the 60s and 70s okay. and you like cuz people will be like mm, it was better back in the day better no, it wasn't. It was not better back in the day. I Progressively, don't know. Uh, again. The and I 80s put, were the golden era. I'm sorry. Of like, cocaine. Yeah, because everyone was cool with everything because everyone was on the devil's dandruff. They were well, sniffing anything they could. <laughs> did they were, you know anyone on the devil's dandruff in 87? In, in 87? I mean, no, you were I was, like five. I, actually, I may not have known it. Yeah. I mean, I knew plenty of fat guys that cut their cocaine quick. But they were just like going, okay, they cut it with butter, cut it with brownies. But I've never tried it because I feel like I don't need that stimulant in my life. I mean, have you met you? Mm. Can you even imagine you on any kind of accelerant substance like that? I've said recently. You would be that crazy person that would think that your skin had turned into like snakes or something. I'll smoke weed. I'll drink alcohol. I think alcohol is actually worse for you than marijuana. Yeah. But I do want to try either DMT or like a psychedelics. I don't want. I don't know your pop culture reference. What is DMT? It's kind of like a psychedelic, I guess. Okay. Um, Why? What's your logic and reason behind this? Because there's more and more in people that are listening to the podcast right now. You can fill in some of the blanks, but there's more and more like mushrooms and science behind the idea of see i'm gonna finish. no the, all all you like druggies that's all you, you like to go you behind druggies. the you like to go behind the science oh there's science to it there's science behind pot there's science behind mushrooms well, now well okay you'll condone anything okay psychedelics they've used it to fix soldiers that have uh that have dealt with ptsd, PTSD. Okay? okay psychedelics is more dealing with like your brain wiring dmt i think is considered underneath that like radar it's not it is not it's a hallucinogen now don't get wrong i don't want to try um ayahuasca because it's supposed to make you blow your ass out Jeez. i don't know if that's totally true but you got to drink it and then i hear you blow your ass out and i don't want anything that makes me that blow sounds my ass delightful out you should go out and do that but um like they they talk about like you know all Okay, they. I know I'm saying they, so I have to pull up the information. So if you listen to this podcast and you know anything about DMT or like mushrooms and the benefits, I've heard that, again, it also does not have um, addictive properties. And again, the another people, thing that druggies say. Okay, cocaine is addictive, alcohol is addictive, marijuana is not addictive. Um, I've never met a person. That smokes pot or does edibles that's only done it one time. But okay, that's different. That's a different thing. Okay. Alcohol is addictive. Cigarettes are addictive. Right. Because you crave them. Right. You do not crave marijuana. Then why does you one might go crave... back then why does one go back to it repeatedly? Because you might like it. You might enjoy it. 
But the, but okay. but if if you were to say to someone tomorrow who smokes every single day, quit marijuana and I'll give you a hundred dollars, I would argue statistically there is a better chance that that person smoking marijuana would hold out for the hundred dollars compared to someone that smokes cigarettes or drinks alcohol. Okay. I mean, because alcohol, for example, right. you can have withdrawals. Right. Withdrawals. Excuse me. <laughs> I said withdrawals. Um, I'm sure that's the true, because obviously we know about like heroin and things like that. You get withdrawals from that too. And all, a lot of, but alcohol, you can get withdrawals exactly like you would with heroin. So just think about that. I mean, that's the kind of stuff like meth too. I mean, that's the stuff where it's like you can't taste the sugary goodness of meth because you ain't going to let it go and you're going to lose all your teeth in the process. Oh my God. I, I'm just literally, my eyes are glazing Can I over tell you something right now? with this whole conversation. Not every moment in a podcast needs to be funny. I was told that we're at our best when we're funny. Who said that? Like people don't come to us for information. Like what the fuck do we know? I'm just bringing out things. People come to us for like, you know, a okay. silly goose time. How about, this? How about this? If someone gets us DMT or psychedelics, will you try it on the podcast? Who? You. I don't do anything like I that. I will. I'll do it on the next on the, of on course you would. the podcast. Yeah, because you know why? I don't like honestly, I don't like not being in control. I am such a control freak that I well, don't yeah. I mean, not even a little bit. Not even a little we bit. Tell everyone what happened when we went to Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge. Christy, control freak. Some <clears throat> random girl walked up to her and said, "Hey, do you want some weed?" Christy said, "Sure." The girl pulled a joint out of a pipette, out of a, a tube, like a, a glass tube. It was like one of those little um, breath mint things. Okay, so she had, and it was dipped in. Something, you don't I'm pretty know. sure. Yeah. What did you see, Christy? After smoking some random well, girl's joint that you didn't know, and you give me shit. Okay, so we noticed this woman. She was coming up the steep hill, and we were standing right next to this giant tree. As she got to the top of the hill, she stopped right in front of us, and she stared up at the tree for an un comfortably long period of time yeah and she was just totally captivated and enamored by this tree yeah and we're like oh she's fucked up yeah yeah, yeah. and like she's got some good shit and i don't i don't know is that what the kids say um <laughs> that's gonna be the promo clip i'm gonna use <laughs> thank you that right there she had some good shit i don't know is that what the kids say <laughs> So anyway, I don't. I don't partake. I've not. I've never been into it yeah. like that at all. It just doesn't interest me. Fuck it. I'm at the gorge. It was like a lifelong dream. Seeing Dave Matthews, the whole bit. We were there with our best friends, and um, and so later on down the show, she like took out this um breath mint mm -hmm. tube or whatever it was and she's like here like and she handed me something and I'm like oh okay cool and I took a couple puffs and then they went on their way and um like thank you so much whatever enjoy the show and all of a sudden it took a little while but all of a sudden I started really not feeling right yeah <laughs> it's like see? you knew you knew that there's nothing you can do to stop it. Like you're on this roller coaster and you're like, fuck. Like I have to just wait for this to keep. Were you actually on a roller coaster? Rolling this? through. Yeah. I've never felt this before. There's FYI. no way okay. to get off this ride. And I hope that 
the downhill of this roller coaster isn't going to be horrifying because I know that something ain't right. So what And so I started feeling not right. I'm holding on to you. For dear life. Yeah, I thought you were just being romantic. No, I was freaked the fuck out. And all of a sudden, I looked at all of the crowd of people in front of me, and they were staring forward at the concert, but their heads were on backwards, like all looking at me. What? Okay, what? I'm who? Okay, if you're listening to the podcast right now and you've ever experienced marijuana, you've never had this happen to you before. Right. I promise you. This is... Okay, just so you know, that girl probably had a joint that was dipped in bulb embalming fluid. I have no idea because there's no other reason. I did. I, I don't even. I don't even smoke pot like that. So I'm like, this can't be right. And like, how do people function <laughs> that are pods if if this is what it does to you? Um, I was horrified, and I just I wanted it to stop, and I hated every minute of it. And so then Stephen who I was gripping onto and our two friends that we were there with decided to simultaneously go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, we left. And they left me standing there alone I either went knowing get... that people's heads were on the wrong way. I don't think you told me that their heads were the wrong way until later. Maybe it was like when I passed out in the car on the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the ride home. But that was something because uh, Paul Lambert meets us. He barely even made it into the show because he went golfing before. He saw like five minutes he of it. He saw maybe five minutes and he was so high on some brownie that he got while golfing with friends that he was like, I'm going Does back. he want you to share that information? No, it's not my problem anymore. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what are they going to do? Fire you? What are they going to do? Fire me? Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, again, it, yeah, that's how I'm like uh, – You've basically done the good stuff, Christy, because not on purpose. And I would never again. That was the most horrifying experience of my life. I didn't know what was going to come of it. I didn't know where it was going to take me. And then that that's what they say. What? Don't they say if you're going to try? I don't know the people, okay. the druggies. Don't they say <laughs> if you're going <laughs> to. If you're going to try weird shit, you should do it in a safe area with like people that you feel comfortable with yeah, that are going to pretty. And so then you fucking left me. But you were at a field And you fest? didn't just leave me at like our house. You left me. Oh, it'd be bad to leave you at our it's house. It's a fucking gorge with a million people. That's totally the way you'd want to be doing that. What? Because you can feel the heartbeat of other people. <laughs> oh my God. Mm, that's how you know you're having a good time. Because I could have gotten kidnapped. Because. <laughs> that's why we're going to mexico city this year we can't afford that that's what wow. go to mexico city wow i don't have to go to mexico city to get you kidnapped okay i can drive you to glencoe and we can make it happen what the fuck is wrong it's with you? true glencoe or Bla- or brainerd or malax malax for sure why why are you I'm even just putting that in the universe i'm putting hypotheticals out there okay wow um Hey, thanks love for listening you. to the podcast today. <gasps> I love you. We're going to wrap it up. I'm sorry. We have to. No, we're not going to wrap it up. We're going to get, because you're going to edit the fuck out of whatever we just did. Why is that? Who cares about it? About which part? Any of it. Your long ass story about getting stoned, where really you could have said, oh yeah, I was sitting there. It was crazy. And then all the heads turned around. My details okay. helped enhance the story. Oh. Let me tell you about what it's like being married. I thought we were going to talk about the quarantine clock. Oh, yeah. What's the quarantine clock? Okay. So. This okay. Is, so, just where's the segue here? 
It doesn't matter. We've never segued very well. We've, at we've, we've never. Done. Yeah, we'll get better. Maybe, maybe not. Um, so Stephen and I were talking earlier yeah. about we looked at the clock and we're like, oh, fuck, it's already three o'clock. Like, where did the day go? So then I made a comment of, you know, the difference between coffee Coffee time and wine time. And so yeah. we call it the quarantine clock. Alcoholics. Yes. Um, so you you get up, and as soon as you get up, you have your coffee, and it literally seems like a blink of time, yeah. and it's wine time. And yes. you're like, shit. So then you're having your wine, and it's a blink of time, and it's back to coffee time. And then you have Blur's Day. Um, so there's that. Where I think quarantine time – okay. Quarantine clock – I think there's different quarantine clocks for everyone. I think there's people like you that are like maybe first time parents or something like that. Because that's the thing is that that I can relate to like when you have a little kid, it's not a quarantine clock. It's the baby nap clock. Right. Or it's the it's nap to bottle nap to bottle to whatever. That's what defines the time of your day. It's like, you know, that like twice during the day on whatever, you're going to get two, two hour breaks right? where you're not going to have to like, let me go back to this. Why are babies so boring? As we hear our kids kids screaming upstairs. Um, why are they boring? boring? They're boring as shit. Okay, well, I guess in like some stages maybe, but no, like especially speaking, when they're new, they especially when they're new. The, when they're new, it's they all are of their so, first. It's all of their first oh smile, God, their first oh, giggle. Who cares? It's like you're okay. You've seen a giggle before. You've seen and heard not as, our child for the first so time what, in so their so life. What, never got into that. I'm the sorry. First time in I'll their be honest, life. Even with Isaac, didn't care. With Olivia cared even less wow because because it's like what they basically You're really a douchebag i'm huh? not a douchebag thing that's a truth though i think that people have to be honest about that sort of stuff is that i understand that you're going to love your child and there's going to be moments that you're going to be like wow wow all that stuff but generally speaking children and babies are boring they don't do anything okay and that's a good thing too because they need to be protected they need to be learning things that explains like, so much why is that of why you didn't want to participate I when they were babies. Because they didn't do anything. It'd be like Like how did you participate? Like when you dropped her off the change table? Right, or Okay, or when I would play the xylophone with her, I'd play Bone Sweet Bone, Bone Sweet Bone, and I would play all these other sweet jams. And then she would just start hitting it and it's boring. Wow. It's true though. Okay. It's like I have to perform for them. They don't perform for me ever. Wow. It's true, though. Is that what they are? Like little entertainers? That's what life is, is that you have to entertain the other person to keep them around and keep them interested. Now, like, also, that's why they cry, and their cry is so noticeable compared to everybody else. Like, I can be in a store, and if Olivia started crying, I would, and there was two other babies crying, I would have been able to tell which one was Olivia and which one. Because that's her voice. Exactly. And that's why they have it. Like, Evolution-wise, they have that cry to make you recognize them. And I appreciate that. But at the same time, do something. Or, and that's fine. It's Honestly, it's fine that they didn't. But at the same time. You should get an award. No. 
I'm just saying it's the truth, though. So the entire time you were just enthralled every moment you were every moment. I have five million videos and photos so much I could never, ever collect them all. Of I legit thought that I was a professional photographer when she was like two weeks old because I would capture every single everything. Yeah. She's got the most perfect toes. Oh, my God. She, you know. But that's because it's your baby. You should feel that way. because You should. It. You should no, no, feel no, no. that way, Let but you don't. I love her. I love all the things about her. I love her little toes. I love her little face. I love the way that she would smell. I would love for Isaac when he was a little baby, he would drool on your on your shoulder. Your, yeah, it would leave like your shoulder wet. He'd leave your shoulder wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he'd be like, whatever. Loved that's all of now. that. But... Same time, though, it's boring. Wow. It's true. Okay. I think any father, I think if you have a, a husband that's like, you know, kind of like, I don't want to say bored by him, but bored by him. It's true. And maybe that's why men are different than women a lot of times. Mothers aren't, mothers aren't allowed to be bored. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to go down this thing where. Because if mothers and fathers were bored, who would take care of the kids? Let me tell you about the martyrs that are going on over here. Because the fathers are concerned with going to kill a bear or a moose. Wow. Because we need to make sure that you have protein and fats in your body so you can produce milk. Wow. It's true if you think about it from an evolution stance. You're gross. Why? Skeet. <laughs> I can anyway. Say, I can say that when... Okay, question. Ugh. We didn't have sex very often when you were pregnant, but... Because it, 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 there's a, enough up there already. Exactly. But were you ever nervous about hurting the baby? No. Because okay. I'm... A sense of... I'm... A, I'm a sensible person. You're a sensible person? Yeah, I, I understand anatomy. But did you ever think it was weird, though? No. It's like, I, I knew that it was uncomfortable. Okay, but did you ever did you ever think it's like the baby's like right there? It's no. Like having That's sex. like something from that like Kirstie Alley John Travolta movie where they didn't really understand anatomy and you're not going to stab the baby in the forehead because mm. you should be so lucky. Because I have a concave chest. Okay. And my chest goes in automatically. The bone okay. goes in. So you I... think your dad did that to you? No, that's fucking gross. All right. <laughs> thanks for listening. It goes both ways. My name is Steve. This is Christy. Please subscribe to the podcast if you don't already. And please leave us a comment. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see fucking you next week. dumpster fire. Ooh, why? <laughs> All right. Bye. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. We love you. Sorry. Oh. More Yisup news next week, too. We're going to really double down on Yisup, do you think? I'm working on it, yes. Okay, we're going to do- double down on Yisup. Because- you won't stop talking. You said goodbye twice. I know, you're right. <laughs> but one more thing. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.